0: What is your understanding of the world? Should we all live in a glass house and go to work Monday through Friday? And if you have the option to be home on the weekends, you take advantage of it and you spend time with your kids or child, maybe your significant other. Maybe you walk your dog or your cat or your furball ball through the park and you go for your morning jog and you go to Starbucks and get your coffee maybe we live in a perfect world where nothing else matters but that a normal life You grow up, you go to school, you get your degree, you get a job, you work until you retire, and then you die. Is that how life should be, maybe? Maybe not. Because sometimes people mess up. Sometimes life is so overwhelming that you find yourself struggling with the idea of coping. And that's okay, we all struggle. No one's perfect. And I can't tell you one person, I can't name one person that I know in this world who is perfect at coping. We all struggle and that is okay. And what we struggle deepest with is our mental health. And I can't stress enough how important mental health is. Your mental sanity, taking a mental health break, taking a breath, breathing, working on your meditation, working on your mindfulness. It is extremely cruciating. It is so important. what people don't realize is that it's okay if you're struggling and if you're unable to work on your breaths or work on your mindfulness. And it's okay to reach out for help. It's okay to attend a yoga class here and there. For heck, you can work on your breaths while you're sitting at your desk, in your car on the way to work, while you're walking to work, on the bus to work regardless of where you are. And what people don't realize is that the number of us who struggle within the community, within the criminal justice system, worldwide, is a large number. And something that I struggle with daily, something I've struggled with my entire life. We all struggle. And what we're going to continue to see is an increasing number of individuals who are overrepresented in the mental health field who are also committing crimes and ending up in the criminal justice system. These are people with serious mental health illness who need help. And as the prison system grows, so will the population of incarcerated mentally ill. 20% of offenders who are incarcerated suffer from a serious mental health issue, and 30 to 60% suffer from mental illness as well as a substance abuse issue. And what's insane is the overwhelming majority of offenders who have been arrested are for crimes of survival. What does that say to you? Crimes of survival? I work in a field where I see this daily. uh, And unfortunately we don't offer Nor do individuals reach out to take advantage of such treatment resources until they're recognized by the criminal justice system. And what does that say to you? You know what that says? That says these are bad people. These are bad people who are committing crimes that need to be taken out of the community. And that's wrong. These aren't bad people. These are people who are struggling daily, who need help, who need treatment. And are not going to go and reach out for that treatment. They need someone who's going to push them. They need these resources out there. An advocacy group that I strongly fight for is for offenders, offender advocacy. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of that advocacy out there. You see individuals, you see recidivism constantly occurring. You see individuals going in and out of the system because they're uneducated. They've had a really rough upbringing. and they don't know any better. They don't want to change. They don't want a new habit. This is their lifestyle. This is my lifestyle. You know, I go to work Monday through Friday, eight to five. Sometimes I have to stay over. Sometimes I work nights and sometimes I work weekends. That's my normal. I go home and spend time with my daughter when I can. She would want me home much more than I am, and I would love to be home with her more than I can be. That's my lifestyle. Do I want to change it? Sure, sometimes. And sometimes I greatly appreciate it because I know that when I'm at work and I'm chatting with someone, that it's almost like a counseling session for them. I feel like I'm helping them, and I know I'm helping them. I know I'm helping whoever comes up to me and decides that they want to have a conversation. And that's just something new in their day, in their daily lifestyle. They don't get that every day. Not everyone comes up to me and has a conversation with me, same person every single day. And those are the things we take for granted. The five second mental health break that you're not even realizing is there. And you appreciate it even more when you're in the moment and having a conversation with someone new or a conversation in general just to get some thoughts off your mind. And individuals who are incarcerated and have that five seconds to get a few thoughts off their mind, it is very obvious that it is so relieving. And that is something I absolutely appreciate about the work I do. And that is why offender advocacy needs to be more heard of. There needs to be more intervention programs for individuals who are in the criminal justice system, for their children. Before children even become adults, before they become teenagers, there should be intervention programs. Should be mandatory. Should be mental health, early intervention. advocating for mental health and the criminal justice system is hard and I give credit to anyone and to everyone out there who is struggling and fighting for whoever they're fighting for because it is not easy work You know, my advocacy group seeks justice in allowing individuals who struggle with mental health needs the opportunity to receive treatment rather than just being placed in a correctional facility that's not equipped to handle such needs nor are they required to they're not required to give treatment they're not required to sit you down and have a counseling session they're required to house you in a locked facility and keep you away from society and from your community you know for the community's protection they don't care about your protection And that is exactly the problem. You know, my group stresses the fact that individuals should be receiving, you know, consequences. They should be punished for, you know, a heinous crime, petty crimes, any type of crime committed. However, there should also be treatment plans placed for those individuals who are struggling with mental illness. And I know that there is now mental health court that allows individuals to be sentenced and then allowed the treatment process to begin, which is incredible. It is a huge step in the right direction. But again, the problem that I'm stressing is that the criminal justice system is so focused on the community's safety, as we all should. The community deserves to be safe at all times. There should never be a reason for us to question our safety. But we should also be supporting each other. You know, we are all growing up in this world together. We're all living together. You know, we're all different, but we're all the same. We all struggle with mental illness. In some way, shape or form, we all struggle. And my goal is to find a better way so that we struggle less. Why not allow the protection for the inmate? Why not allow the protection of the offender as well as the community? Your mind is your greatest weakness. That is what we fear most. how can we protect ourselves from our mind when we're locked away with it? You can't. I'm not saying correctional facilities are where I'll find the answer. But I can tell you, correctional facilities should not become mental institutions. And that is exactly where society is leading correctional facilities.